Thanks for joining us today for the Fit Forever podcast. Welcome to WW Fit Forever. I'm Aline, and here's my co-host. Hi, I'm Erica. And today we have one of our very favorite WW Workshop members joining us. I was sitting in a meeting, uh, I believe it was a couple weeks ago, and I looked at her and I thought, wow, her story is really relatable, and I think it's something that a lot of people can benefit from. So we have Marlene with us. Welcome, Marlene. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And how long have you been at Lifetime? Since 2011. When did you first start Weight Watchers? January 14th, 2003. Good num- memory there. I've actually wow. pulled out... In preparation for this, I actually remembered I had my first weigh-in book. Wow. And I actually saved it. So it was, that's why I know the date. Okay. I knew it was 2003, but I know January so 14th. So how long did it take you to get to Lifetime? Seven years. Seven years. And seven how- years, 74 pounds. 74 pounds for, okay, seven years. That's amazing. Well, um, what motivated you to first come to Weight Watchers? A friend. So I was not feeling good about myself. I was really overweight. I'm five feet one and I was heavy and I wasn't feeling good and I was complaining. And my girlfriend said, we should go. We should go to Weight Watchers. Yeah, all right. We should go. So we, so it was January. We figured like everybody else does this new year. Perfect time. Let's go. So we, uh, looked up a meeting and we went to a Tuesday night meeting in Alhambra and um, and we just showed up. I, I don't think we overthought it. We didn't overthink it. We just kind of were like, let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. It's the beginning of the year. Let's do it. So we went um, and it, you know, and I've quit and I've gone back and I've done that, but it was probably, it was the kind of the best decision I ever made without overthinking. Were you were you aware of how much you weighed when you started? I was. So I had previously to going uh, to Weight Watchers, I had went to Jenny Craig, mm-hmm. and I, because I wanted structure, I knew that I didn't have the structure. So I went to a Jenny Craig and I lost like eleven pounds, but I didn't want to keep eating frozen food. Is basically what happened. I mean, it worked. I mean, it got me kickstarted, is what I can say, right? It kickstarted me. Then I kind of stopped for a while and I decided, all right, when she said, let's go to Weight Watchers, we'll just count points at the time. All right, let's do it. Um, And I think there was still a shock when I got on the scale. I remember the number and thinking, what happened to me? I do remember that feeling of what happened. And I just thought, okay, well, I'll start here. And how long had you been at that weight? Do you know? Um, Probably a few years. So in... So that was 2003, probably 1999, I got divorced um, or separated and my daughter was very little and I remember just kind of feeling down, down and out. I was kind of bummed and I kind of uh, just ate my feelings, quite frankly. And I remember my daughter was very little and she tried to put her arms around me in the kitchen and she said, I can't put my arms around you. And she was less than under five. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, she can't even put her arms around me because she was too little. Her hands were little and I was big. And I remember that being kind of a just something I always kept in the back of my mind. Had you ever had a weight struggle before that? I did. I, when I was little, I was kind of the chunky one. I was very lazy as a little girl. Um, unlike my daughter, who's an athlete, I was kind of, eh, I didn't want to really do much. I kind of wanted to watch TV. So I was kind of a chunky kid. 
Um, I wasn't fast when everybody else was running and doing cross country and track. I was really trying to stay away from them. <laughs> and so, yeah, I did struggle. I did struggle with my weight. Somewhere in high school, I lost weight. Um, but, you know, I look back now and I still thought I was fat. Mm. Mm. Did you did you exercise at all when you started Weight Watchers? I walked. That's all I did. And that's before I, you started or when you started? Kind of when I started. Oh. When I started, I just made it kind of, I felt like I was too heavy to work out. So I just walked. I just started walking about 30, 30 minutes um, and just being outside. And then at some point I progressed and I said, I'm going to go to the gym. So I got a gym membership and I would do 30 minutes on the elliptical. Mm-hmm. Done. I'd walk in 30 minutes and I'd walk out. That's all I did. And if I finished that 30 minutes, I was excited, ecstatic. I'd done something and I left. You felt good. I yeah. did. I did. I felt like I could do something. But that took um, time. I had to walk first and lose some weight first. I probably had been on Weight WW Weight Watchers for about a year before I joined the gym. I think that's so important um, to remember that point of working up to where you want to be instead of just expecting yourself to be there right off the bat because it just doesn't work that way. And with taking seven years to get to lifetime, mm-hmm. I'm really curious what that journey looked like. So, that you know, it was... I decided that I wasn't going to stop my life because I was newly single. I have lots of wonderful friends and they're very social. So I'm very social. So I decided, yeah, I still wanted to go out and have a couple beers. I still wanted to hang out with my friends. Mm -hmm. I still wanted to be out. I wanted to go on vacation still. I wanted to do all of these things and not feel so restricted that I I didn't want to put WW in a place that I resented it. So I just did it slow. So first year, just very slow progression. Second year, slow progression. Third year. So about three years. And then I kind of fell off. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm tired of it. Yeah. I'm tired of thinking about points. I'm t- tired of thinking about it. Um, and then I kind of was off and on for a few years, a couple of years. And Did you have any big regains during that time? Or did you just kind of maintain the weight that I you had lost? I kind of maintained. Okay. Yeah. So I think... It, what I had learned still stuck, right? Um, It was ingrained in me. Um, And then I think what happened is about two, three years in, I would quit and then I'd go back. And then I decide, no, I can do this on my own. Realizing then my weight would creep up a little. And then I realized I can't do this on my own. I'd go back. Mm. So you always went to meetings from the very beginning. Yes. And that was your first time joining? Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. So I have now been on it 16 and a half years. Wow. That's quite a legacy there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think that really, I mean, for me, thinking of all of the weight loss programs out there, this seems like something that I can do for life. Because you're right. You, you don't have to stop your life to do this program. There are so many other programs that... I've been on or heard about that you really have to change your entire lifestyle as far as you, you know, you have to bring your own food places mm-hmm. and, you know, eat certain things. You don't eat regular food. So. And that's why I think the Jenny Craig didn't work for me initially. I was, once again, it was a great kickstart, but it wasn't sustainable. So mm-hmm. I needed something sustainable. Yeah, I follow a bunch of people on Instagram, for example, who are, you know, on different fitness journeys. And that's kind of where I get all those snack ideas when I discover new things. And 
honestly, I look at everybody and how gung-ho they are for, you know, a week, a month, 60 days, and then they just kind of like disappear, you know, and then I have to find new people to follow. And I think, wow, see, it's like you do it. You can do, I mean, yeah, I could do something for 30 days, but then what? You know, I'm going to want to grab something that I can just count the points for and move on, right? I mean, it's, it's life. There's always going to be some temptation that we need to work around. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So once you reached lifetime, how was the maintenance journey for you? Difficult. So I reached lifetime and I did really well, um, you know, staying within those two pounds. I did well for for a couple of years. And then I got a new job and I was traveling more. I was in the car more. I was sitting down more. There was more stress. So it started creeping back up again. Um, But maintaining has been difficult. I am technically about eight pounds more than my lifetime weight today. So even though I'm a lifetime member, I still pay and I still go because it's worth it to me. Mm -hmm. Um, I... But it is, but it is a daily, daily choices, daily event, right? So I think about WW every single day, whether I'm following it or not following it. Mm-hmm. My choices are a direct reflection, though, of WW. Is it ever a rebellion against WW? Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, because sometimes I just don't want to think about it. I don't want to think about tracking. I don't want to think about, although I know those are the tools to get me where I want to be. I do sometimes rebel against it, sure. Um, but I also know that it's temporary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know it's temporary. I've been here long enough to know that I may not want to do those things for a short amount of time, but I also know that that's what I have in my back pocket. Right. When I when the day comes and I go, okay, not today, Marlene, do better. Yeah. I have those tools in my back pocket. How do you rein yourself back in? Um, usually it's by planning, always. So how I rein myself back in is I meal prep. Mm-hmm. I usually do it on the weekend. I usually kind of rail myself back in on a Sunday, and that's probably the best day for me. And that if I start prepping or planning, that's kind of, that's my start. So we actually had our Fit Forever podcast episode two about just kind of um, preparing for a good week. How do you prepare for a week um, with meal prep and snack prep and all that kind of stuff? So generally, I always have really good snacks around. Almonds, kind of the 100 calorie almond Mm -hmm. packs. They're already pre-packaged, so I don't want to think about it or eat too many. Um, I do a lot of fruit, um, a lot of Greek yogurt. So I, I have really good food in my arsenal, right? right? And I generally don't buy um, kind of things that are unhealthy for me. Um, but just planning, grocery shopping, cooking. I enjoy cooking. So when I do those things, I actually feel really good. Where do you get a lot of your recipes from? You know, I go to Skinny Taste. Okay. Often. Yeah, um, I love Skinny Taste. Yeah, good stuff. And um, Skinny Taste, the internet. I just start Googling. Uh-huh. I, you know, maybe I want to make something turkey. So I just start Googling turkey recipes. Um, or chicken. Or shrimp. Something like that. So, yeah. So what kind of things do you meal prep? So I usually, and you know what, I also try to make it easy. 
So I'll go to Trader Joe's and buy the frozen brown rice. I will get a package of um, vegetables um, that could be uh, broccoli, something I could steam very easily, or um, and I love roasted vegetables. So actually I buy a lot of vegetables and I usually make them on sheet pans on Sundays, olive oil, salt and pepper, and I will make eggplant, zucchini, yellow squash. I'll put tomatoes on the sheet pan, I'll roast them. And then I just kind of put them all in containers and I kind of put lunches together. A chicken, a protein, brown rice or quinoa, I'll make that sometimes, and a vegetable. Hmm. And I go perfect. from there. How long do you roast for? I always get it wrong. Um, I usually do about 25 minutes at 425. 25 minutes at 425, and that works for you? Yep. Okay. Mm, yeah, I, I struggle with that too. Either they're too crunchy still or they're burnt. So, <laughs> yeah. Or I'm like, yeah, uh, no, this didn't work. They're all dried <laughs> out. I have to chew these. Like, really. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a point budget that you use during the day as opposed to the evenings? Like, what do you save your points for? What are some of those things you save your points for and what time of day do you eat them? That's a great question. I feel like I'm pretty structured in... Because I usually pack my breakfast and my lunch. Um, I probably save most of my points for dinner. Mm-hmm. Um, because I always want, I can have a salad for lunch, but I always want like some sort of rice mm-hmm. with my dinner. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm going to need some points for a half a cup usually. And kind of one of my biggest tricks that I've been um, using for a very long time is I like the idea of eating twice. So it's mental for me. Okay. So I will serve myself a quarter cup of rice vegetables, and half of the protein I want to eat. So I eat a plate, then I go back for seconds. That is my trick almost always. But then I go back for the other quarter cup of rice, the rest of my vegetables, and the other half of my protein. And for me, I'm a volume eater. Mm -hmm. So for me, that feels like I'm eating twice, or I'm eating more than I'm really, and I'm really not. Did you used to reach for seconds before? Yes. So is that, okay. Yes. Got it. Yes. And so for me, it's as if I'm having seconds, Mm -hmm. but I'm really not. So that's kind of how, and that is really a mental trick for me, and it completely works. And I have been measuring my food from the stove, so whatever's on the stove, beans, rice, whatever Mm -hmm. it is, um, I always serve myself with a measuring cup. Always. And I have been doing that for many, many years. So I just put it in a measuring cup, and that's how I serve myself. That works. Yes. So um, having been on WW for so long, you've been through a lot of iterations of the program, right? Mm, yes. All right. What has been your favorite? Well, I lost all of mine with most of my weight with points plus, Okay. I think it was. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I have a favorite anymore. Okay. Um, I think they all work differently. Um, they kind of make you focus differently. So back then, I was focusing on buying a whole lot of 100 point, 100 mm-hmm. calorie snack stuff. Oh, yeah, I remember those. I cookies. had a lot of 100 cookies. I had all kinds of junk, but it was 100 calories. So therefore, it was two points at the time. But back then, bananas were also two yes, points. Yes, exactly. But I figured if I had to have a banana or oh, 100 yeah, calories in cookies. Coo- oh, yeah, every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Every time. So, so. Um, and it worked at the time, mm-hmm. right? Right. Um, but this works for me now. I think the best, the thing that is most important is you got to be flexible. Mm-hmm. Because when I notice when I'm not flexible, or I mean inflexible, is when I'm not doing very well. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have to embrace it. It is what it is. That's right. Change, change is going to come. 
right? And so therefore, I have to change. I have to be willing to move with the change. I like that they tell us also that every time they update the program, it's based off the latest research. So, um, you know, I think we're looking forward maybe to a little change upcoming when they roll out a, you know, a different iteration of the program probably soon. It'll be interesting to see what kind of changes are right. are in the mix um, that are driven by the current research. So. And that's all based on our assumptions because of the surveys and yeah. the, yeah. Cookbooks being 50% off, I know. <laughs> yes, that's usually yeah. the telltale sign. You're right. We'll snacks, see. Yeah, snacks are going to be slashed soon too, probably. We'll oh, yes. see. Uh, the, the one thing about Marlene, though, that inspires me the very most is um, and I think that's what kind of triggered me to be like, oh, we have to ask her. So Marlene made a comment a couple weeks ago saying, I didn't start to really exercise till I was in my 40s. And I was like, that is something that people need to hear. Because I was never the athletic kid. And, but I always wanted to be someone that enjoys going to the gym and goes to the gym regularly. I just wanted to make it a part of my like daily, weekly gym, like lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I have, I've kind of have over the last two and a half years, it's become something that I do like a routine and a habit. But when Marlene said that, I was like, a lot of people need to hear this because I think some mm -hmm. people are very overwhelmed at the idea of, of, of starting a regular exercise routine and they think that they have to in order to lose weight. And I mean, no doubt, you know, it's, it's beneficial whether or not you're trying to lose weight. But tell us how you got to where you are and what you do now in terms of your workouts. I started, I started trying to look for things that I enjoyed. And what I realized is I didn't enjoy going to the gym. Mm -hmm. I didn't enjoy going to the gym, doing 30 minutes on the elliptical anymore. I was kind of, I thought it was boring. And what it happened is I discovered group classes. So I recall I was looking at a spinning class in the gym and I thought I could never do that. Never. They were working so hard. The music was phenomenal. It looked like so much fun, but I was completely intimidated. So I said to a coworker um, who was an older woman in her 50s, uh, mid to late 50s, very fit, and she would go to spinning class every morning at 5.30 a.m. And I was saying to her, I could never do that. I'm so intimidated. And she asked me, what size shoe do you wear? And I said, seven and a half. And she said, okay. She came back the next day and get, brought her spinning shoes to me and said, I want you to go try that class. Wow. And she said, but you have to use my spinning shoes. I'm telling you, it is key. And I, I was, and I thought, oh, how do I, I can't say no now. And she said, you do it. If I can do it, you can do it. So I signed up for a class. I went to the class. I didn't know how to clip in the bike. Mm -hmm. um, there was this wonderful guy next to me and he could tell that I was lost and I sat way in the back. And he said, and I was trying to get out of the bike and unclip and I did not know how. And he looked at me and he said, just put your shoes sideways. And he showed me. And once I was in, I was in and I loved it. It was so hard. And I thought, I can't believe I finished. Mm -hmm. I, I really was like, I can't believe I finished this. And I said, I got to do it again. Took back her spinning shoes and, I, and she said, this is what they are. Don't think about it. Go on to Amazon. And I bought myself two pairs, oh, a white wow. and a black one. I bought exactly what she had because I didn't want to think about it. And I didn't know what to do. So I bought myself spinning shoes and I started signing up for spinning classes. 
And then I realized, I really like this. This is, I can do it. So that's kind of where my love of kind of a group class. So I started with spinning and then I decided, I started having sciatica problems. Mm -hmm. And I decided somebody said, my doctor said to me, do you want to go to physical therapy? And I said, can I try yoga? What about yoga? She said, yoga's good. You should try it. So I said, and I was working right next to a yoga studio. Once again, I was intimidated. I didn't want to go. But I said, you know what? Try it. I went, I fell in love with yoga. And I just, what I decided was somewhere in my 40s, I'm in my late 40s, I'm 47. And somewhere in my 40s, I decided, what are you afraid of? Mm-hmm. I'm a, I, I was, my fear was keeping me back from trying new things. And I think that was very much the case in my 20s and my 30s. And I decided, what are you afraid of? So if you fail, nobody's going to know you in there. Mm-hmm. I really had to take a step back. But, but it did take a leap of faith in me. I had to put some faith in me that I could do it, or at least I could try. So I think I was in my own way. And so I started going to yoga. I started doing that. And somebody else said, why don't you try a hit class? That was fairly recent. Um, I thought I was going to die when I walked out. But man, did I love it. And I keep going back. What's a HIIT class? Tell us. That's H-I-I-T, correct? High intensity, I don't know. Interval training. Interval training. Um, So a lot more weights. And that's another thing. I'm in my 40s, closer to my 50s, and I told myself, you need to start taking care of your bones. Take care of yourself. It's a different goal. Yeah. The goal is different, right? My health is my goal. Mm -hmm. Not just, sure, I want to look better, of course, but my health is my goal. Being strong trying to fight osteoporosis, things like that. They don't run in my family, but I don't want to be the one it happens to. What was your goal when you first started, and how did that change over the years? Oh, my first, I don't even know what my first goal was, other than just get through it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think get through it was my first goal. Try it. Exercise classes, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. try it and get through it. Yeah. That's kind of the first goal. What about when you joined uh, WW at the time? Lose weight. Okay. Lose weight. That was the goal. Did you want to look a certain way? No, I just wanted to lose weight. I knew I was having a hard time. I worked in downtown at the time, and I remember trying to walk up the library stairs, and I was completely out of breath. Mm-hmm. And I thought, lose weight. Mm-hmm. It's it's that's that's was that was the goal. It's interesting how our why changes over time and how different things motivate us to keep moving forward, you know, as, as things progress. So sounds like yours is a little different than when you started your journey. Yes. Um, but your why is now your health, you say. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So any tips for people who are considering WW, considering working out? What would be your advice to them? Try it. Just try it. I think that we sometimes we overcomplicate things, right? Um, it is. It takes work. Both of them take work. Trying WW is going to take work. You have to put effort into it. You have to plan. And even if that planning requires not cooking, maybe that plan means going to Costco and buying a rotisserie chicken and buying a bag of salad. Mm-hmm. But maybe that means you have to get there to do it, right? So, but just try it. I really feel like felt like when I first started, that's kind of what my goal was. Just try it. It's not gonna hurt you. What do you have to lose? What do you right? have to lose? What do you have to lose? What do you have yeah. to lose? Weight? 
<laughs> I mean, yeah. so I, I, and kind of that's how I feel about exercise now. Like I said, for many years, it was just walking. And that's okay because it got me outside and it got me moving. It got me activity points. Just do what makes you happy. So I don't, I gave up the gym membership, even though it was cheaper than signing up for these kind of group classes studio classes studio classes they they can be very expensive mm-hmm. so that's not what i tell people to do for me it works because i enjoy it and the money is worth it because i'm willing to do it whereas the money was not worth it for the gym i wasn't going consistently mm-hmm. so i had to decide what was important the money or the experience so i made a choice but once again you don't have to make that choice, right? You don't you make have what it, to. You make right. the choice that works for you. A couple more questions for you. Um, I follow you on social media, so I see you're out having fun all the time. What are your splurges? Um, chips. Chips? Uh-huh. Chips and okay. salsa. Um, vodka soda. Mm-hmm. Some beer. That's kind of, I mean, I don't, um, yeah, French fries. Uh, yeah, I do all of it still. Mm-hmm. I do all of it. Yeah, I see you doing it, and I'm like, wow, Marlene really, really pulls it together. And but, uh, but I still go to my meeting almost every week. And how has your personality changed since this transformation <sighs> happened? I am confident that I can do things even though I think I can't. I think there's things I think I cannot do, but I know in the back of the mind, I'm confident enough to know that I can try it and I bet you I won't die. Because mm-hmm. I always <laughs> say, I'm going to die if I do this. It's so dramatic. Right. Right? But I know I'm not. Mm, I love that. And I think that's a good place to end. Just, you know, Marlene, she's real. Right. She has g- gained so much confidence through this journey. And, and she's honest. And she's, she's honest, honest about how long it's taken and That's the struggles. Because right. some people sometimes I think feel like, oh, I'd, let me just get to my goal and then I'll maintain. But it's not no, over. Maintenance is, yeah. Yeah. You know, a challenge. Yeah. That's well, right. Marlene, thank you for being our guest today on uh, WW Fit Forever. And, and she is the epitome of our tagline. If I this love is it. forever. What's the rush? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You're listening to Fit Forever with your host, Aline and Erica. Find us on Instagram at www.fitforever. And be sure to tune in next time where we discuss more insightful health and wellness topics.